Hi everyone, if you don't already know me and you're just running into this episode randomly, I run an Instagram called Svelcore. I typically publish little think pieces about what's been on my mind or what I think is cool on Substack, but today I just wanted to experiment with putting my thoughts into like podcast format to see what's more enjoyable. Not for me, I hate the sound of my own voice, like everybody else, but for you all because I'm willing to suffer for your entertainment. To those of you that do follow me on Instagram, thank you so much. It's been really enjoyable for me to form like this little niche community. Really, it means the world to me, so thanks. I love you. Anyways, today I wanted to talk about something that's been on my mind that I just felt like I needed to speak on as someone delusional and insane who does not care about getting criticism. Um, And that's the recovery girl. She's this little composite character that I've made in my head from real-life accounts I see on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I've always wanted to make, like, memes about this, but then I realized no one would know what I'm talking about because no one's really coined this term or, like, talked about this. Um, But if you're on the ED algorithm, you probably already know what I'm talking about, like, just intuitively. Like, she's recently entered her recovery era... She's still watching To The Bone daily. She's also the girl leaving, like, mean little comments on what I eat in a day's, like, oh, that was so much, like, sarcastically. Uh, She's, like, making her recovery memes and posting her oatmeal bowls. Um, First of all, I have to say, I love a lot of these girls. I follow many recovery girls myself, and if you're actually just on these platforms to cope and spread some love in the community, I see you absolutely no hate to you. But for those of you who make your entire personalities bullying the girls who aren't in recovery yet, I'm here to talk about you. Now, just a little bit about my background. I've had issues with eating pretty much always. I've had restrictive eating disorders. I've also had binge eating disorders so bad that they've affected my health to the point of making me borderline obese and insulin resistant, which is really not fun. I can tell you that. I'm someone who's really seen both sides and come out on the other side better. I'm not a doctor. I can't give you any medical advice, nor should you take any from me or anyone on the internet, please. But I can tell you my experience. In the start of 2019, before the whole COVID thing happened, I became really into the whole like fat acceptance thing. And just to be clear, like if you're fat and you feel healthy, I, no shame, like I love you, I think you look great, but for myself, like I did not feel good, and I was just in this zone of like, okay, I'm fat, anyone who makes me feel bad about that is evil, anything that triggers me is bad, like I got really into it. I pretty much unfollowed any girl on anything that made me feel bad about my body, I was on a whole spree, like I was like, no Bella Hadid, no models, no nothing, I'm getting clean. And I just had this whole conspiracy played out in my head that anyone who was actually skinny was just anorexic and like secretly miserable. It really went from the point of fat acceptance to skinny intolerance. It was like to the point that if my boyfriend was watching a TikTok with a skinny girl in it, I'd be like, oh my god, you know how she got that way, right? Like I was on this mission of skinny intolerance pilling my boyfriend. And I think that's just a place a lot of people are stuck in right now that's really toxic. But... As I just got bigger and bigger, like for myself, intuitive eating my way into misery, it really got to a point where I just realized I had to change. I felt sick. I was eating fast food maybe like three times a week. If that's you and you feel good, no judgment, but my ancestors were definitely like rye eating peasants. 
Chick-fil-A is not my ancestral diet at all. I kid you not, I could not even run a mile. I could not even run for a full minute. I was so out of shape, it really got to the point of like, okay, I'm past 200 pounds. Men still find me attractive because men don't care, literally. And it's it, it's not the end of the world. Like I said, like, if you're there and you feel good, you can live your life. You can be happy. Just probably just feel a little bit more confident, work on yourself, and like you can get out of it. But if you're like me, where you were really unhealthy with no end in sight to how much more you could eat, like you just have to figure out like, okay, when am I going to stop? So for me, I started to change my habits. I started lifting weights, doing a little bit of cardio. I ate oatmeal in the morning, highly recommend. And it was good for me, I felt really good. Then I started refalling the girls that I thought were pretty and the more I got to know them and their silly little lives, the more I was like, oh, you're actually just a person. Like, there's nothing insane here. You're not part of this like secret cult or anything. Like, you are just a person. And then after maybe a year, I was around the same size as all these girls I idolized. Like the Brandy Melville was fitting me. And then more and more stuff started to click for me. Like there, there's no great conspiracy. I'm just taking out my self-hatred on these poor girls because I have this internal conflict that I'm not facing. And once I went through that tunnel, I really started to see the things I did when I was in that place with other people. I realized that a lot of people on the internet are really just obsessed that proving people that like proving skinny people have eating disorders. People will try to look at anything to find evidence of this, like posing pictures from five years ago, like your eating habits. It's insane, frankly. Like, first of all, that's not your place to really speak on. Second of all, if that person does have an eating disorder, they are living a very sad, very difficult life, and you're just making that private thing that they're dealing with even more painful. It really does come from not a good or nice place at all. Like, it's more that they're just using this person for a thin spell, whether they realize it or not, and then punishing them for it. Even if that person does admit that they have anorexia, it immediately goes to this place of, well, when are you going to recover? Shouldn't you just stop posting pictures of yourself so you don't trigger other people? And people will just criticize that person's meals and habits over and over again until they push them into binging. Because it's not enough for these people to see you eat good, healthy, wholesome food. They need to see you eat burgers. They need to see you eat cookies for breakfast every day. Otherwise, you're not all in. You're orthorexic and you're not recovering. And this isn't just wrong. It's dangerous. For someone severely malnourished, being pushed into a binge could trigger something called refeeding syndrome. And if you don't know what that is, it's basically when someone who has been restricting for a very long time, when they try to drastically up their intake, like a lot of these recovery girls want them to, it causes this entire myriad of electrolyte imbalances. You could literally kill the wrong person by pushing them to binge. So that's where my problem comes in with all these recovery accounts, especially when they're so obsessed with other anorexics that aren't in recovery yet. There doesn't really seem to be any concern with like harm reduction or actually helping other people who are struggling, helping them have a better life. It's all this big toxic ego game where people try to punish other people with their own recovery. I'll actually see some eating disorder like vent type accounts that are preaching harm reduction, like here are the supplements you need to keep 
your hair from falling out and I'm actually skewed a lot more in favor of those types of people. People who admit that they have a problem we're just trying to help other people dealing with the same issue. And I've noticed as well that a lot of recovery girls will just start going to the gym chugging protein shakes and like goes into this whole other competition of oh look how good I can look without being anorexic and it's always in comparison to the skinny girls, the anorexic girls, and it's just a whole other type of toxic because it's still this obsession with aesthetics and the way that they look. And there's this thing called the hedgehog's dilemma, and it's essentially a metaphor about the difficulties of human intimacy. Basically, two hedgehogs, and this is really cute but sad, try to huddle together for warmth, but they can't get too close because they'll hurt each other with their quills. And I think that's a lot of what ED spaces are like. People trying to find comfort and solace with each other, but they keep hurting each other, triggering each other, even when there's supposed to be community. There's just this constant competition. There's not really any good way to prevent that, despite all the censorship that's gone on, sadly. So yeah, if you're making the big choice, if you're deciding to recover, be careful, because if there's anything that I've learned, recovery girls, a lot of them, are not your friends. Some don't want to help you, and others just aren't healthy enough to help you yet. Yeah, that's lonely to hear, but it really just is you and yourself in this world. I'd rather tell you that it's hard and encourage you to build resilience than tell you that it's easy and watch you flounder. So I think that we need to just start holding ourselves accountable for ourselves. That's what got me out of it. Like, no one's ever going to stop triggering me. The world and the internet are always going to be triggering. Some lady randomly called me a little fat white girl on a beach once. I was just trying to enjoy my day in my bikini. I was even wearing shorts over it. And I was, I think I was like eating mangoes. Jesus, that was like <laughs> heinous. But do you know how embarrassing that was? I just realized over time that I have to take care of myself to the point that I don't starve myself whenever anyone has anything bad to say about me. I think the answer is just that we need to stop policing each other. We need to stop making our choices about our own bodies and our own eating habits moral issues. I'm not saying you need to like other women. I really don't give a shit. Just keep your eyes straight ahead and worry about your own health.